Oh, man. Here we are again. Simon, uh, I have to ask you, are you more of a bing, bang, bong, a sing, sing, song, or a ding, dang, dong? Probably the one with dong in it. How about you? Mm-hmm. Um, I think sing, sang, song is definitely uh, yeah. how I classify myself. Mm-hmm. Um, UK hun. Yeah, I, I would say you're a vocalist. You know, I, I, I do like to do some vocal runs uh, if the song allows. And the song it's makes sense usually shallow, but you know. You know what? If we listen to a song when we're in the top box area and, and, and it's time for us to to it's a good beat you know i'm gonna be singing along sometimes during the zoom call which never works out for everyone else right right but but you know what i'm having a really good time and that's all that matters simon how was your week you know um same old i live a boring ass life in this quarantine i leave the house to go to trader joe's and that's about it Oh, we, um, we love Trader Joe's in this podcast. Love we are Trader Joe's, honey. Trader Joe's, Nespresso's. Uh, the second I log off of this Zoom call, I'm having some of that butter chicken. It's waiting for me in the freezer. Oh, yum, yum. Mm-hmm. I've never actually had it. But... You must. It's a 10 out of 10. Yeah. But well, you know, and... who, you know who really is a 10 out of 10? Troy Sivan. Yes, ma'am. Yes, See what ma'am. I did there? I do, yeah, I do. I do. I do. Now, Aaron, you you texted me today and you're like, girl, I got we got to wrap this up at some point today. I have something going on. Do you want to tell us what you have going on after this? It's really important. Well, so we're, we're recording this a week early. Um, uh-huh. So we're, we're banking this episode. It'll be coming out and you'll be seeing it. Um, but tonight, we're, the day of recording, where the Golden Globes are on. Um, Golden Globes, people. Popularly known <laughs> as the award show that does not matter at all. And anyone can get nominated. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised so- we weren't nominated for some sort of like short form something or other, you know? I, you know what? If we put out a video form of this, of this podcast, I am sure. I am shook. That we would be nominated for every award. Move over, Annie Hathaway. Annie Hathaway. Next year, maybe we could. We could. You know, I'm really holding out for that Emily and Paris win. I mean, she deserves that, it. She deserves. I'm, it. You know who I'm holding out hope for? What? Kate Hudson. She's nominated <laughs> for music. Wait, actually, you're not lying. She's that She's performance. For music. And, and Simon. Music is nominated for Best Original Picture. Okay, I knew that one, so I'm, I'm like, I've had time to process that. I didn't know that Kate Hudson, in what I think I described as, like, one of her worst roles ever, is she was nominated for that piece of shit? What the fuck? <laughs> you, you know what? That's just, that's just how the cookie crumbles. I guess that's just the games <laughs> they're playing over there at the Golden Globes. What can you do? What? What flabbergasts me is the fact that the movie was like three weeks from being out when it was nominated. And that was like, and they also, the the free screens all had the reviews of like, this is very problematic. So it's like, who at the Golden Globes, like someone must have paid someone a large amount of money. It was a Wall Street bet kind of thing. Like who knows? Yeah. It's a whole Um, whole lot of white people over there. What I will say, though, is that this album is probably one that we should have been putting out uh, tomorrow for tomorrow's episode, but that's 
last week's episode for, for our leaders. <laughs> you know what, guys? I don't, like, not to talk down to the leaders of the podcast, but there is a lot that they might not understand about the logistics of podcasting, scheduling, album release dates. It's so much work. Literally, <laughs> as we, so um, FYI, everyone, uh, this weekend, uh, a certain Justin Bieber announced that he was putting out an album in March. Um, yeah. And I sent it over to Simon to be like, oh, I guess the calendar, like, there are releases happening. And he just, like, sends me a groan back. I think I, said, so, I, think I said why. Yeah, yeah. And, and I respond back. I go, I, I know we have to review albums that we don't like and artists that we, like, might not be our favorite. But right, like, right. I think Justin Bieber's where I draw the line. Right. Yeah. We, we did start this podcast to like explore a bit and step outside our comfort zone, but I think both of us agree. They're like, let's just not do that to ourselves. Speaking of uh, stepping out of our comfort zone, great segue, Simon. Um, this next artist or the artist that we're reviewing this week is mm-hmm. probably not something outside of our comfort zone by any means, No, but it's the first uh, electronic dance artist quote-unquote, in terms of how Apple Music was classifying the music um, that I think we've, we've, we've done so far. So, yes. Simon, do you want to tell us the album that we're reviewing and who our special guest is? Yes, absolutely. So today we are reviewing uh, S.G. Lewis's new 2021 album called Times. That's all lowercase. Again, trending. People love their lowercases. We can maybe talk about that linguistic, you know, what does it mean? Um, And joining us, I'm so, so excited. Um, One of our best Judies, one of our kickball MVPs, Mr. Zach Herbst is here with us today. Zach, hello. Hello, guys. How are you doing? Oh, my gosh. It's so good to see you. It feels like I haven't seen you in years. I know. It's been about a year since we've seen each other. Gosh. Oh, my gosh. Uh, well, I'm so excited to be here. It's so good to have you. Oh, I'm about to cry, you guys. <laughs> I'm about to cry. Yeah, no, it has been such a long time. But to give you some background on Zach is, I think I, so I, I definitely met you at the bar, and we were wiggling and jiggling at different flip phone events and everything else like that. And I was like, I need to talk to this person. And finally, we chatted. We became best buds. Uh, I brought you into the kickball team. You made many friends. You had a good time. We, uh, we became closer. Uh, and then you ended up, uh, I think, uh, a year and a half ago, you and Simon were our MVPs to our, uh, what was it called? The All-Star. Or you're our All-Stars. That's um, right, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I looked back very fondly on the, that summer. It was, it was amazing. Oh. We really crushed it. Oh, I we really did. We really crushed it. Oh. And um, I, m- I must say, you know, kickball in the city is definitely a social event. And it's just kind of a, oh, that's nice when you show up and people know what they're doing. I will say Zach knows what he's doing on that kickball diamond. He can kick. He can catch. He could do it all. He's, he's the master of all trades. Yeah. Triple threat. Triple. triple. <laughs> there is kicking, <laughs> catching, and I think running is. Running, yeah. That's a triple threat. Yeah. 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 
Mm-hmm. Jack, what I what I will say is, although we we admire and love your kickball talent, one of the things that I both think both Simon and I really also admire is that you have like a very unique taste in music and like taste in artists. I feel like the, the shows that like, you go to a lot of shows or you used to go to a lot yeah. of shows, and they were a lot of them were artists that I had never heard about. Um, so I'd love to hear a little bit about. Where do you come from on the music spectrum? What's your background with music, et cetera? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. I think I actually met you, I met you at the saloon and I was coming from a show. There was this, it was like, I feel like it was February. There was a snowstorm and um, we were coming from a Porches show. Um, and um, I really like Porches a lot. Um, if you haven't listened to Porches, I would totally suggest it. Um, but I feel like, yeah, I don't. I think that like my general taste of music tends to be a little bit more. Um, I mean, I definitely like stuff like disco, um, but I like deep house and I like synth pop. Um, I like just general pop. I feel like last summer, I think I've told you, like I feel like I was really into all of these really uh, um, just really poppy, um, really kind of sappy boy bands i felt like you know troy savannah i was really listening to a lot and laney i was listening to a lot nightly like these oh. ridiculous like emotional boy bands yeah. and i was like i mean we certainly have had our fair share of things to say about troy savannah on the pod big fans big yeah fans. we love troy savannah here but yeah I, love I, I know zach is very often sending me music requests of things that I've never ever heard of or music requests just like out of the blue he'll send me Rex music Rex and I'll take a listen and I'm like yep yeah that's really good like almost almost 100% success rate I would say I feel like I feel like you and I have a very similar like, we, we've talked about music we've synced up quite a bit and so I'm always just like oh this seems like something Absolutely. Definitely the like disco-y vibes, like stuff that has a very good beat. You're Mm -hmm. like very in on that, which I appreciate because it's like very important to me. We love that. We love that. Mm. It's other stuff that I wish... I was going to say, I feel like it's stuff that I wish... um, I like music. I do like the music that I hear going out, but I'm always like, I wish I'd hear Eskulis at like a, a gay bar. Like it's right. um, super dancey, super poppy, but it's a little bit different than what you normally hear. Yeah, for sure. There is so much music out there that I feel like never makes it to the dance floor because there's like the cult classics that you just have to play. And I w- but what I will say though is that like, majority of the songs that are on the dance floor are remixes and like have had a lot of work done on them. They're mm-hmm. much like, much like the people you see on the dance floor these days. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and there's like, cause there's a ton of songs that I love, like, especially like Muna's body, for example, or bodies, for example, with, um, the knock. Yes. Where, yes. Where, oh my goodness. So good. It takes a minute before you get like the, and you're like, right. play on your arms. Could you imagine that minute on the dance floor? It'd be like the oh, time man. when, like, who was? I went to an EDM show and the the middle act, like the opening act, showed up. The middle act, then there was the the um the headliner. The middle act didn't show up, and it was just Love like that. they didn't even play music for an hour. That's funny. Couldn't even oh. get like a little MacBook and just flip it up and 
throw something on. Okay. I was like, I have an iPod. I'll bring it up there. <laughs> I don't I'm have sh- an iPod. I wish. I'm sure you were trying to like find, <laughs> yeah, exactly. find the USB or something. <laughs> I was I, I was probably like I bet I bet you I was the person that was like, well, I have my AirPods with me. Do you want to listen with one ear, and I will? I got some good tunes. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I love that so much. So speaking of music, Rex. Um, Zach actually sent me this album, and then I sent this to Aaron with the message, "Oh yeah, we gotta, we gotta review this. This we gotta get this one on there. We gotta there. do this. We gotta do it." And that's not usually how we <laughs> do this around here at Bob or Flap. Usually, Aaron is very, very much a, uh, you know, he he um he rules. I got the schedule, the schedule. down. I got he it rules down. the schedule with the iron fist. He's got the guests. <laughs> this one just kind of happened organically, and we love. And that. what I what I will say though is update on the schedule is just like Justin Bieber. It's, it's starting to feel like people are announcing their albums and they're literally going to put them out like two weeks after they're announced. So yeah, some of that, some of these throwback episodes might not be as common as we were expecting them to be for this first half of the year. So just FYI, Queens, uh, we'll try and sprinkle them in throughout. They might be on our Patreon, um, Pop or Flop podcast. <laughs> Which is, there is no link for yet. <laughs> but when there is, and people are listening to this episode in the future. <laughs> You're a thinker. Always always one step ahead, for sure. Oh, Right. Yeah. So SG Lewis, uh, Zach, how, how did you come about uh, this artist? I think he got served up to me, um, I don't know, a few years ago. Um, he did, uh, he often like, um, he pairs up with other people. So like, there's like, he, I forget who he paired up with this one. Like he did something with uh, Robin on this album and um, a bunch of other people that he worked with on this album. But in the past, he's done a couple songs with Claro. Um, and I really like Claire a lot. Yes. Um, and I love the stuff that he does with her. I think he has two songs with her. They're fantastic songs. Um, and so like I heard one of those songs and then just did like this deep dive a few years ago into like his, his work. So I've been kind of following him and like this album he's been releasing for almost a year now. Like I think chemicals came out like over the summer and then he dropped like a handful of songs. And so I'm going to say like five of the songs have been released already at this point. Um, yeah. But I was very excited with the the whole the album as a whole. Um, it's just a nice, consistent uh, sound to it. For sure. Yeah, I began to know about S.G. Lewis around the time that the first season of Ballers was on HBO. Don't Did you watch? Um, I watched the first season, mostly for The Rock's butt, and then I think I jumped ship <laughs> after that. But um, it's literally like its own planet. It's massive. Anyways, um, there is a song featured on the show by S.G. Lewis called Warm, and I just really love that song. So that's how I first got into the groove with him. And I'm coming in. No experience. Who is this wackadoo? <laughs> The thing, and the thing is, is like, I bet you if I would have listened to like, I just was uh, adding his uh, essentials playlist on Apple Music to my library to see, to go through and see if there are songs that I do know. This album was all new to me. I think that the, the Robin song, uh, Simon sent me like a week before uh, he recommended we review the album. And I was like, that song was good. Um, 
but I'll have to say this was a really fun uh, album to review. Sweet. Do you wanna do you wanna lead us into thoughts on the album, Aaron? Yeah, uh, sure. So um, this album is uh, I I feel like is is very uh, housey dance uh, in terms of the aesthetic of it of um, the songs where uh, you don't probably necessarily I don't think these songs speaking going back to the conversation about bar music I don't think these conversation or these this music would like be at the saloon or would be at like dance clubs necessarily but definitely like the pregame this is the kind of music you'd want for the pregame this is good chill music that you can start to kind of wiggle to but you're not necessarily at the level of like let's get drunk and party (laughs) and uh So what I'll say is like going through the album, I listened to it a lot. Um, I was up at my dad's cabin this weekend and we were doing like um, demo work and stuff. We'd sell plumbing. Ooh. I was very mask for mask. Mask, look out. <laughs> She's watch, got a sledgehammer. <laughs> as, as I'm flailing my hands the entire podcast. <laughs> the, wrist, the wrist is going everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, you know what? Um, wind turbines move aside. Aaron's wrist has something to talk to you about. Those can work <laughs> in the winter. <laughs> Generate some energy over here, mama. Um, but I listened to it a lot, and I was like, I, I found myself wiggling and jiggling to it. And as a whole, it, 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 you're right, uh, Zach, to your comments that it did feel like a very cohesive unit of, of songs. Um, I will say, so I, I think that one of the things that, that, uh, is going into kind of my review of the album is there definitely are stronger songs and there are definitely songs that like aren't up to par in my standards of like listens where I'm just like, okay, well, let me get, let's go back to the fun beat, not this one. Mm -hmm. And, um, what I'm curious about, and I did not look this up ahead of time, is what those five songs were that you were talking about that, like, came out pre-album. Because mm-hmm. a lot of, like, I've noticed there's a lot of artists that, like, will put out their best songs. And then they'll, at the, at the, at, like, the, the nth hour, mm-hmm. they'll be like, well, I'm going to put an album. So here's those final other songs. And you're like, okay, one of these songs slap and the other four are just garbage. <laughs> um, so... <laughs> In terms of how I would review the album, I don't know if you want me to... Should I give my review, like, my, my rating now, or should I, we wait until everyone else has their thoughts? No, give it, give it to us. Yeah, totally. Give it to I, us. I, again, love a lot of songs in this album, but I very, very much know that I'm going to be picking out songs, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to be going to back this album as a whole. Mm-hmm. And so from that, being my rating, this is a flop for me. Oh, but I just want to come out on the record that I right. I did love a lot of these songs. Starting with a controversial flop here, people. <laughs> controversial flop. Now, and, and for those who might not be as familiar with how we do, like, bopping and flopping here, a big thing for Aaron is, like, is this a work that he is going to revisit in full? And so, like, there may be which is what I think is happening here. Aaron can correct me if I'm wrong. He's probably picked out like three slappers that he'll add to a playlist. And, but that's for him, that's not a bot, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. That's, 
and that's that's how how my cookie crumbles. Um, yeah. Zach, we we prepped you with this question, but I want to make mm-hmm. sure that you have a chance to uh, to give your your thoughts. What is what would you define a bop as in your book? And then what are your thoughts on the album? Um, and what does that make the album for you? For sure, um, there are no wrong answers. Definitely. Well, I <laughs> really I, I, I like, yeah, totally, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, I really like this album. I definitely I feel the same way. I definitely think there's songs that are stronger than the other songs. I know that he was, um, I would actually say his earlier stuff seems really, really chill to me. Um, um, it felt a little bit more electronic based, his earlier album. This album, I know that he said he was doing a lot of reading into like old disco songs. Um, so I definitely feel like the songs he's released earlier definitely have um, more of that kind of dancey kind of disco type vibe to them. But there's a handful of songs on this that really like slow the pace down a little bit and get really, really chill. And like, those are actually some of my favorite songs on it just because it really kind of breaks the pace of the rest of the album. I don't listen to a ton of albums in full anymore. Like it's, I, um, I have like, I, there's a lot of music to listen to, so it's very rare that I'm being like, I need to listen to this whole album. Um, but there's definitely things that um, that he hasn't released off of this. Um, like, I like the last song, Fall, a lot. It's like, most of the album is pretty upbeat, and Fall is really, really quiet, or, or really chill. I like the one that comes before that, which is called All We Have. Again, I think it's it's more of what I traditionally know of S.G. Lewis. Um, so I think those, to me, those are great songs. Mm-hmm. I really, really love them. But yeah, I would totally... I, Bob, this album, I think it's great. Awesome. So, Zach, comparing this to his older stuff, are songs like Impact or Feed the Fire, are those like much more upbeat than we could normally expect from S.G. Lewis? I would definitely say so, for sure. Yeah. I mean, like, there's always like this nice, cool, chill vibe, like things that I feel like, I feel like S.G. Lewis would be great for like, cruising around at like night on a summer night and you got the windows down and you're just like listening to oh, it. I yes. feel like it's perfect for that. Yes. But like I, Feed the Fire is like probably my favorite song on the album and it's definitely an upbeat. I feel like I could dance to it, go out and dance to it. Super sure, cool. sure. So, oh, is that a spoiler for your top top? Yeah. Ooh, might be a oh, spoiler. <laughs> we'll revisit that. <laughs> no, um, I was just going to say uh, that song Warm that I mentioned earlier is such a vibey song. So it sounds like that song is more in line of what he typically releases. Like it's very chill you very much feel yourself become a part of the production of the song and everything. It's really good. Um, So it is interesting to hear that he's kind of exploring uh, just different areas of the genre that he works within. I like that a lot. Um, Personally, I really, I mean, you know me, I love my disco, love disco. And so I really felt it in those songs where you could feel there was a really obvious disco influence. And I like that a lot. So I think I tend to actually prefer some of those more upbeat songs from him on this album. Um, I, I think a lot of I would say most of his collaborations are very successful on the album. Mm-hmm. Feed the Fire is incredible. Uh, impact is amazing like we've talked on the podcast before 
um, like Channel Trace is incredible. Uh, ever since I saw him in whatever year that was, he opened for Robin here. Every time I keep, I keep seeing him in more and more stuff and every single time I just like him more. I think he has such a unique quality, like a deep richness to his voice. It's so interesting to listen to. And I think the people he's been working with have been really good at finding complementary ways to produce around his voice. And I think that song in particular is really successful in doing that. Um, But I also like that there are songs where he isn't collaborating with anyone that I liked just as much. Like Chemicals mm-hmm. Chemicals is an incredible song. It's, yeah, it's great. It's just fantastic. Totally. Baseline. Um, overall, I really enjoyed this album from start to finish. I feel like I, I understood what he was going for. Um, personally, this is a bop album for me. I really liked it. I won't say that every single song was at the same level, mm-hmm. um, but there really maybe one song I would skip, but that's about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and would you say that Rosner's interlude into Chemicals is the new Chromatica? <laughs> like a much, a much more chilled out. <laughs> I just had to say it. I just had to say it. It had to be. It had to be. Put it on the universe. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I very much enjoyed this. I think I'll be revisiting. I like it a lot. Yeah, that's so good. Um. The one thing I would say I just want to add is you're 100 like I didn't put my finger on it the first two or three times I listened but near I started to pick up on like oh this is very disco inspired or a lot of it is <laughs> and that's where I like started to like be even more like yeah disco we fucking love disco there's the one <laughs> I forget what the name of the song is but it's like literally I love a, a good song that is just a monologue with a beat behind it yes <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like, well, this goes this, and this goes that. Yeah, this totally. is all the things was you need it, to know about Was disco. it time? Or was it was it the interlude? It might have been the interlude. Yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. probably the interlude, yeah. They're talking about uh, uh, like harmonies and harmonies, disco, yeah, and it's totally. like a it's like a instinctual thing in humans that they have to get up and dance. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. That's so cool. <laughs> it's like there are like there are multiple different songs. Like DJ or Honey Dijon has one, and um, there's a song called San Francisco <laughs> that is also just uh, so good. I think um, we're I think we're Honey Dijon stands on the podcast. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. When, when <laughs> slash if she ever puts out an album, we are going to be staying up till midnight, Mama, and we're going to be doing a live listen for our Patreon Popper Flop podcast. Oh, I mean, <laughs> I don't, I don't want none of that honey Dijon on my sandwich, but in my headphones. <laughs> yes, please. Absolutely. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> All um, right. So, Zach, you may have spoiled it, but I want to give you a chance to to just make sure for the listeners. What what was your top pop of the album? Um, yeah, I've been really loving. Um, I would say it's a it's a toss up right now between um, one more, which is probably the it's the single that's out right now off that album. But I would definitely I love Feed the Fire. I think it's fantastic. Love the video for it. Um, 
it's it's great. It just reminds me, it makes me miss going out and um, at night, it's, it's a great song. So are we going so with Feed the Fire, would you say? Or are we going no. with... Uh, I'm going to go with Feed the Fire. No. Feed the Fire, baby. All right. Feed the so, Fire, should we give it a listen? I think we should. Let's pause real quick. Leaders, you can get up, go to the bathroom, get a snack, take a listen to the song as well, and we'll be right back. Mm-mm. Ooh. Ooh, talk about and that was not just the chromatica or you. I ate well. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, a word that comes to mind when I hear that song is groovy. <laughs> A Ruby. Yeah. So, Spoiler alert, this is also my top five. Oh! <laughs> Don't you love when that happens? Mm-hmm. So, guys, tell me tell me more. Why feed the fire? Zach, you go first. Oh, geez. Um, yeah, I think it's like of the songs, I mean, there's a, a number of songs, or a few songs of the songs that are that, like, kind of get up and just, yeah, just make, make you want to get out. It's just got a nice, cool groove to it. Like, makes you want to dance. Like, it's, it's just a fun song. Yeah, totally. It is It is such a fun song. It was the, the song that got me wiggling probably the most. It's it, it, uh, preceded by a song with that he did with Rye, which I, Rye is, like, a little bit chiller of an artist. Uh, mm-hmm. Or, like, an electronic dance artist. So I was expecting, like, a little bit about that, but like even that uh, time was a really it was it was a good um, good song, and so the beginning of this album I just think overall slaps. The beginning of the album slaps. <laughs> um, Absolutely. Fun fact I learned as I w- we were like listening to the song and I was looking at some facts about it. Can you guys? So S. G. Lewis uh, wrote this song at the same time on the same day actually. Uh, that he wrote and produced a song with Dua Lipa oh. for Future Nostalgia. Which one? Song. Oh, wait. Is it, is it Break My Heart? No, it's Hallucinate. Oh, it's Hallucinate? Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Yeah. Good for him. Move over, Blessed mm-hmm. Madonna. S.G. Lewis should have been doing that club Future Nostalgia. <laughs> that is so cool. <laughs> I mean, that, I mean, it's, really crazy to think this guy is i think 26 he's born in 94 he's two years younger than me great like (laughs) (laughs) like what am i doing i fucking hate this guy (laughs) but he is i mean that's what happens when you're talented and you're a cutie because guys spoiler alert if you haven't seen this man before oh he's a cutie he is a cutie he's adorable uh, I would say Bopper Flop certified cutie. Because <laughs> we're handing that out now. I just decided. <laughs> uh, but um, I would just add on to this and say uh, one of the slappers on the album, absolutely. The music video is so fun. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. But I songs like this make me very curious to know more about the artist process like I want to know did he have some of this beat like produced and he brought Lucky Day in and was like hey do you want to craft lyrics for this or like I have lyrics for you and I think that your voice would pair really well with this because whatever the process was it works perfectly like the vibe of the song with Lucky Day's vocals is literally just makes me smile it's 
so good. It is paired so well. Um, oh, it just, it, it's perfection. Everything aligning correctly, you know? Mm. It doesn't get much better than that. It really doesn't. It really doesn't. But um, I do have a different top bot. What, what's yours? So I was going back and forth between two of them. I was like, which one? You know, this happens. This happens. I've been there, yeah. It's a real selfish choice. Oh, I was just, literally took the words right out of my mouth. It's like picking children. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Now I get it. I get it. I totally get it. So uh, for me, it was between chemicals and impact. Both great songs, very different, but I was just like, Simon, you gotta trust your heart, which you often have to do in life. And I went with Impact by S.G. Lewis featuring Robin and Chanel Trace. Well, let's, let's give it a pause and then a play, and hopefully our leaders do too, and we'll be right back. Oh, oh, wow! What a good song! Oh, whoa! You know, you know what I mean. Mm. Oh, I mean, where to begin with that one? Question for you, quick. Uh-huh. Do, like, do you think that because of COVID and because of kind of like lockdown type stuff, that's the reason why we're seeing a lot of artists? Uh, collaborate with artists that they normally probably wouldn't have collaborated with and or artists that like you're talking like high like both in terms of like genre Dua Lipa Miley Cyrus I mean I guess that's not as good of an example but like in this case a Robin of the world who has like worldwide fame and S.G. Lewis who I imagine is probably closer like probably close to like a Skyway level artist uh, of where you'd probably be seeing S.G. Lewis. Because totally. uh, it, it, it's very baffling to me that you have someone like Robin with S.G. Lewis um, right out of the gate. Yeah, I wonder how that connection was made. I'm not, yeah, I don't know. But that is a really interesting question, just generally speaking, because, I mean, everyone's just cooped up in their little studios a little cr- you know, all over the world, and people are doing things, you know, virtually. So, yeah, I, I, yeah, I wonder if people are literally just sitting there and they're like, you know, I know someone who knows this person. Maybe I'll just reach out and be like, what are you doing? Throw it out there. Put it out in the world. You want to make some music or something? I know you're not doing anything. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Return Uh, my calls. I know you're you're not not fooling anybody. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, that's super, that's super interesting to think about. So, Simon, um, (sighs) what, what made this the top box? What, what like gave this the upper edge? It's really a triple whammy on this one. I mean, you've got production from SG Lewis, which makes me want to shake my ass in a club two to sweet right away. You've got Channel Trace, who I'm realizing what I like about Channel Trace is a, a lot about like what I noticed when I listened to Lucky Day as well. They both have a extremely impactful, like magnetic quality to their vocals. And Channel Trace, like it's just so like 
deep and commanding, mm-hmm. but still so able to like flex and vibe at the same time. It's just, I'm really drawn to Channel Trace's vocal qualities. And then obviously Robin, the way they layer in her vocals, mm-hmm. like all three of those things combined, like this song for me, I didn't actually hear it right away because I think it was released as a single in 2020. So mm-hmm. when it, it came to me in 2021, it hit me very hard, very quickly. And oh, yeah. I felt like I didn't have time to like process it all right away. I still like, I, I feel like I still am. So um, really it's just like, I've just been thinking about the song a lot since I heard it a couple weeks ago and it really has stuck with me. It's the one on the album that I find myself going back to the most. I just, oof, it's so good. Can I just say, I think it's, it's something lovely when you discover an artist and somehow, some way, the stars all align where the album comes out like a week later, mm-hmm. or like you discover like a song from an album, then the album comes out a week later, and you don't have that long lead time where, mm-hmm. uh, for the stupid loves of the world, you had that for months and months, months as you're like aching and waiting for something more. Yeah. Um, it's it's so nice to be able to be introduced to an entire body of work all at once to be able to review it as such. Mm-hmm. And so it's, I think it's kind of cool that, that we, I mean, you and I at least didn't necessarily follow the single track and were able to review the album as if it was just a complete body of work. Yeah, that's true. Whereas Zach, I don't know if, did you feel a little different in that you had already kind of taken in five, about half of the album before it came out? I think I was really, I knew I was really, really excited for this album and I knew it was kind of coming out for a long time. But even back in like, um, I feel like we had been chatting back in like November or something like that. And I was just like, um, about different albums that you guys were going to review. And I was like, oh, I know that SG Lewis album is coming out in February. But like, that was like, that was anyway. But like, um, oh my God, November? I like don't even remember. Like, yeah. <laughs> like uh, what was going no. on back yeah, then? Yeah, totally. Oh, um, crazy. But I knew that, like, I was very excited for this album. Um, yeah. 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 It, I, I will say that, like, I, I don't know if I'd even put this in my top three songs on the album. Because I think Robin has such a unique voice that it, it takes, she takes over the song a little bit more than I would love. Oh, interesting. Okay. But, like, not to, like, not, like, it, like, if this was a single that was led by Robin and it came out through Robin's channel, I'd probably be like, yes, Quain. But it, uh-huh. as it being an S.G. Lewis song, it's not a song that's like, I love. She overpowers him in terms of like what the voice of the song is, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. And not just because she's the vocals, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then the, the other thing too with the song is like, there is, it's four and a half minutes long, which I think we talked last episode is, is, a lot longer than the Spotify algorithms usually would, would put songs. Yeah. I, I, I think that there, this song could have been tighter in how, in um, the length of it, there was, I feel like a minute at the end where it just kind of was like, well, here's just the fun beat for a while, which again, it's still, it, it's on the, the better half of the album, but I don't necessarily know if it's in my top three. Um, okay. So it's very interesting that, what would yeah, you? What would your top three be? I'm curious. 
if I was going to go and, and pick a top three time, I think would definitely be on it. Okay. And then I think heartbreak on the dance floor. Really? I really like heartbreak on the dance floor. I think it's super good too. Oh my God. Yeah. That was, that was one of my least favorite songs. <laughs> well, uh, <gasps> Isn't that uh, interesting? I feel like I, I feel will, like across the board, our top threes are probably very different for this. Album. Very different, yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh probably, so but I yeah. like because I already know that one of the songs that someone mentioned already today uh, as Uh-oh. a song that they really liked is my biggest flop. Oh no! Do you want to do you want to tell us? Because I think I know what Should it we, is, and it I might I might have some more thoughts. <laughs> um, the the, so- the song in question is the final song in the album called Fall. Um, girl, that song is so slow. If you're gonna put a, a slow song in the album, put it somewhere in the middle. Like it's the interlude to like give us time to go with that water before we go back and dance some more. <laughs> like that's like don't put your final song as a song that like you literally want to skip so you can go back to the beginning again where it's fun. Sure. Like to sure. me, I feel like this song. That's why it's my, my biggest flop is because I, I very much think this song could be removed and the album as a whole would be better. So all I will say, like, all I'll say about this song is like, it could easily, easily be removed from the album and the album would still be just fine. So for me, it is the easiest one for us to be able to, to throw out uh, into the deep end and not keep on the album to make it a more cohesive unit. So... Sorry, Fall, you, you fell off my bandwagon. So I will say, too, it was also my biggest flop. So I'm, I want to hear more about it from Zach on on why his viewpoint is, gonna, is differing from ours. I'm very curious. Just because for me, and it wasn't because it was a slow song. That wasn't why I didn't like it no, as much. Same. It, mm-hmm. it was more just like, I understand from the beginning towards this 10th song, I feel like I understand the direction that the album's going. And now we're at the last song in the album when we need to close it out. And I, just me personally, I don't think that was the most effective way to do so. That was, mm-hmm. but again, I don't have a lot of, like there weren't a lot of songs on this album that I didn't like. Mm-hmm. So right. I'm, I'm being like pretty critical, I think, mm-hmm. but I have to choose the t- uh, biggest flop. And for me, it was mm-hmm. just like, I feel like that one could have been reworked a little bit. But mm-hmm. Zach, I'm curious to know why you like, because you, you did specifically mention the song is one you really like. Yeah, I do. Um, I think that for me, it's just like this moment of pause. There's only like a couple moments on the album where I like actually pause. Like for the most part, the album's pretty like, I'm not going to be like, it's, it's a relatively upbeat album. And so it's just like, um, I think you have impact. And then after impact, you have... Um, all we have, which I really, really love that song a lot. I feel like it's a song that could easily be skipped over, and um, but again, I feel like it's it's rooted in like some of his older music, and then fall like just I feel like it just closes the album nicely for me. It's just like kind of okay. it down a little bit. So it's, um, it's, it's just like more that, a it's like it's a just climax, more that movement climax yeah, exactly fall to the actual fall. I yeah, exactly. Okay. So, I, under- I think I, I understand. I think I, I mean, like, I understand, I think I understand, but you, you mentioned the word, like, sometimes it's good to have like a pause. Usually the pause isn't at the same point that you'd hit the stop button at the end of the album. Like I, this song probably could have snuck somewhere in the middle and it probably would have been able to fly right on by, but ending on it, like ending such an upbeat, fun album on a kind of a sour song, just 
rule like rule of like if you're gonna be an artist doing music especially like like in concerts in particular you start out with some bangers that everyone loves then you do some more then you go into like the three song kind of the ballad area <laughs> where you're on the piano and then you pick it right back up at the end and you have a great time sure. and then there's always an encore <laughs> you you sneak the ballads you sneak the snow slow songs in the middle as kind of like the okay well they they're yeah, bought in. I can do mm -hmm. this, and then we can end. And come on, fall. Be in the middle somewhere. Be the pause button. Don't be the stop button. Heartbreak on the dance floor was my my pause. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go, and you know, I'm gonna heat really. Up this, I'm gonna heat up this butter chicken, that kind of thing. You know. Well, 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 Zach. <laughs> what was your What was your biggest flop? I think you know after. Um, the third song in is called Back to Earth. And I'm just like, it's a song that like, I don't, there's, I probably even haven't given it a ton of listening to. So it's probably like my bottom of the list at this point. Like there's just, there's nothing that brings me back to that song. But I also hate to say like, um, I haven't been listening to this album like in um, a cohesive, like start to finish type order, like first song to the last song. Okay. Fascinating. I've been bouncing around a lot. I love that. No, I actually would agree with you that Back to Earth, I don't think is a memorable one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Not for me. Not for me. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm on board with you there. Probably my, yep. probably my like second biggest flop, I would say Back to Earth. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It, there's a couple songs. That's fine. There's a couple songs. He's allowed. Sure. Yeah. He's allowed. Yeah. I mean, who am I? I don't have a, I don't have an album out, you know. Who? I, <laughs> what are we even doing here? Like, there are plenty of songs. Like this album helped me discover him, helped me understand his vibe, and like totally. I'm gonna be digging into the catalog now. So like, sorry you had a couple thoughts in your album. It's fine. Yeah, don't sure. worry. We'll be yeah. we'll be cruising your lists, and we'll be cruising some pics of you on Google. <laughs> Maybe. Mm -hmm. Maybe. Mm -hmm. All right. Day search is off. <laughs> <laughs> do you think dot 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 do you um, think so, do we want to go into uh what song might be our um might be, be driving us a little bit different this week maybe not on the album aka our single obsession. single obsession oh you, uh, you sure. confused me for a hot second there I was like, <laughs> wait did we do a new segment i forgot about <laughs> I mean, honestly, it uh, wouldn't be the first time that happened. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Um, yeah, so I'll start. Um, I was revisit. I'm, like, so late to the party on this duo. Um, Chloe and Haley. Is that it? Chloe and Haley? Haley? I don't know. Whatever. They're really yeah, good. Yeah. Um, I'm, like, so late to the party on them. They've been around, and people are obsessed with them. Uh, their last album, Ungodly Hour, I've been listening through it, and the title track, Ungodly Hour, is definitely my single obsession. I keep going back and going back and going back. It's so good. And I love that they're their live performances are always like them in really cool outfits and they just do this like really fun choreo together it's like oh we're like friends oh yeah well they are right? i know like yeah <laughs> they are, they are. <laughs> i just i like just that fed. it makes me smile yeah <laughs> zach what I'm about you what time. song is your earworm right now um so i would say like um I think I'm saying this correct. Petite Biscuit is what I, I say. 
um, he had an album come out um, in the fall, maybe like October or November of last year. Um, and he, specifically a song called Driving Through the Night. Um, and he's released like a handful of like, um, I think maybe three or four remixes since the original song came out. And I'm a sucker for a good remix. And the new remix just came out. So I feel like that's been something I've continually going back and listening to. Soon. Oh, so, by Biscuits. Petite, petite biscuit. biscuit. Oh, yeah. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I have to give that a listen. Oh, yeah. he's super cute. Check him out. Yeah, love that. Oh, super cute. Safe search oh. off. Yeah, oh. find me there. Petite, <laughs> just catch me googling petite biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yo, oh yeah, How about you, Aaron? What have you been listening to? So uh, there's this, this up-and-coming artist that um, is just breaking the scene that um, we actually have plans to review, um, even though it came out a while ago, as one of our uh, throwbacks. But I have been diving deep into this artist and absolutely loving it. So uh, I think you pronounce the artist's name as Fabe Bridger. Fabe Bridgers. The song is Kyoto. Are you talking about Phoebe Bridges? Oh, Phoebe Bridges. Oh, yeah. That's how you pronounce it. Yeah, really yeah. difficult name there with Phoebe. <laughs> Feb Bridgers. Feb Bridgers, formerly known as Phoebe Bridges. <laughs> I, I I'm not an Anne. I'm like an Annie. Right, right. <laughs> I'm not yeah. a Phoebe. I'm a Feb. A Feb. <laughs> yeah, that album has been uh, has gotten a lot of hype. It has gotten a lot of hype, and like I, um, I can't wait to review it. Mm -hmm. I can't wait to give it its time in the sun because uh, I've been trying to hold off listening to it as much as I can. But yeah. I will say I have listened to it a couple times, and I have some some thoughts. Some thoughts but that's my my single obsession. I love that. Oh. So Zach, thank yeah. you so much for being on. This was fantastic. Oh my goodness, it's so good to see you guys and to talk to you and, and to talk about music, so. Oh my gosh, I love talking music with Zach and I don't get to do it often enough, so I'm like so glad we got you on. I love it. Soon, yeah. very, very soon. Very soon. And we'll be seeing you in person even sooner, hopefully. Hopefully, yes. Yes. We'll see. We'll see if we can, if we can make something happen. Uh, exactly, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Vaccine comes quick, mama. I'm hoping, I'm hoping we can all uh, just uh, somehow end up having one of the, the severe illnesses you need to have to be able to get it earlier, the condition. <laughs> exactly. What, what do you need to do? Yeah, what is like the, um, what's like the bottom of the dangerous diseases list mm -hmm. that I need? Like, okay, so like is I'm going to be honest, one? I came from a place of love, but I, I, my dad's 64, so he's one year below the age of like the 65 group. Yeah. And bad timing. I told my dad, I was like, "Dad, I love you a lot, but do you, are you do you are you maybe obese?" <laughs> and it turns out, it turns could out you get he, obese? No, he is obese. So oh, yeah. totally oh thank God. <laughs> he can totally, like I was like, "Dad, you need to like put in your weight, put in your BMI, like do the whole thing because it will bump you up in line." Hey. That makes me think when I put in my height and weight into the BMI scale, it tells me I'm overweight, potentially obese. So I should look at that too. Ah, 
what I mean, the, the, the BMI skills gaze, suck. Also get to- <laughs> yeah, you, this is, I swear to you, this is the next headline you're going to see is like, yes, all the like muscled gays who the BMI scale does not represent well are going in to get their vaccines because they've been dubbed obese. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I you heard it here first. You heard it here on Bob or Simon, I think we literally put that into the universe because I thought about that too. And like, what what happens when what happens when that actually is a headline? I'm gonna feel so fucking bad. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> I mean, it, look, you can't carry fault everywhere. All the fault in the world. Look, we're just one group of people with a great idea. Okay, and if, if if you can abuse the system, you abuse the system. You know, I mean, okay, you know who you know who could have could have probably abused the system and wouldn't have gotten. I, uh, the update is um, a certain someone got fired. Oh god! Or suspended or something from his oh. his news job. Yeah, if you uh, if you if you don't know, tune into last week's episode. Which Ugh. Zach, you haven't heard yet because it comes out tomorrow. <laughs> We'll, 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 tell we'll tell you how <laughs> But like he, he probably could have he probably could have used like done the BMI thing. Yeah, he might have been obese and then he would have maybe tweeted something more sincere of an apology after Or not tweeted at all. Oh, that's a crazy that's not idea. Possible, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? A gay about? not tweeting? <laughs> well, <What>? Yeah, what <laughs> Excuse Hold me? On. So, <laughs> so Zach, it was it was so fun having you, or having you. Do you have anything that you want to plug, or where can people find you? Um, my new album comes out next week. Um, and no, I'm, I have nothing to plug. Like I stay home and go to work, and that's about it. Yeah, same. Ugh. Aaron, how I about you? That. How about you? Where are you? Hiding? Um, I just want to plug our Patreon. Um, do I need to podcast. do I need to set one up now? Is this like a settlement? <laughs> no. Um, we, this is again. This is future proofing for years yeah. from now when God. we're you're so smart. Barely, barely so have smart. time to to go back to your old episode to add commercials in. And so uh, this is me just prepping for us, getting us all situated for the long term. You're so um, smart. No, you can't. You can't really find me very many places. You can find my find me at the Aaron. I might be on that social. I might not be on that social. Simon, what fun. about you? Uh, these days, I'm just on Instagram at the realist Simon. I'm still on Clubhouse for some reason. I like. I don't understand it. I feel like I'm too old. You know. I, I finally like. Re- <laughs> finally, finally, it popped into my sphere of like, rel- like not relevance, but like, oh. Pe- I guess Clubhouse is a thing. Yeah, it's a thing. It exists. Um, I All I see when I scroll through the Explorer pages, again, is like bros talking about Bitcoin. Um, Dead Mouse is on there. For some reason, I don't know what he was doing. I listened in, didn't get anything out of it. Um, uh, what I am seeing that I think is really cool is there are a bunch of like diversity groups like Black Women's Book Club. That's cool. Um, or like, uh, you know, a, a support group for Asian people to process like the anti-Asian attacks that are going on in the country. That's yeah. pretty cool. Um, mm-hmm. So I like that there's a place for that. But for as for me, I'm just not really, again, I don't know what I'm doing on Clubhouse. Help me, someone. Um so that's that. Or you can, if you want to follow my gigantic mega playlist on Spotify, it's 
I love this playlist. We just, we keep adding and adding. Adding and adding. There's got to be some songs from this album. A couple. Yeah. And then um, you can follow our Instagram at Bopper Flop Podcast. Yeah. Yes, you can. Yes, Queen. Uh, another week done. Another week done. Thanks again, Zach, for joining us. It was a delight. Thanks, guys. This was so, so, so much fun. Oh, yes. And tune in next week for some more shenanigans. And who knows what we're going to review? <laughs> find out. You, you will. You'll have to find <laughs> out. Tune in. See ya. Bye.